thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. And that's what we like to do here on the show because we know that your temperature is rising. We can just feel it. We know that uh, we listen to things and people start to feel angry. So every now and again, if you feel like some slow radio, if you say, I need to breathe a little bit. I need to engage in bringing the temperature down. I want to take a breath in. I want to hold it and then I want to let it out. You just let us know. You WhatsApp us and you say, I need some slow radio. I need to take it slow for a moment. Refocus, given that we have so much grief and so much gratitude going on in the world right now. So a moment to breathe. Nevertheless, we move on to thought leaders, storytellers and griots, our second guest of the day. And uh, as you know, there's a conversation about whether or not we should go back into elections. Should we go into elections? Is it safe to go into elections? How could we do it differently? Keith Michael is the CEO and founder of Libone Litho Printers, and they are looking at uh, how to securely implement e-voting in Africa. Keith, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and good morning to your listeners, and thank you for having me. You must admit that little moment of the babbling brook and the stream must have just made you feel, didn't it just? Absolutely. I think all too often we need to take that time out and just reflect on what we have and the gifts and the, and the, the, the opportunities this country presents to us. So let's talk about the opportunities. We are going into a question around the elections with regard to COVID, huge anxiety around that. What is your um, take on how we could shift and change that? I think important for us to understand, um, you know, the environment that we are now in, everybody is very cognizant of COVID and rightfully so, and the dangers around this disease and this virus. But having said that, we still need to move forward as a people. We need to move forward as a country and make use of the technologies that's around us safely, you know, and make sure that whatever this virus presents and however it presents itself in whichever variant and form, that we utilize the opportunities and the technology available in order to move forward. You and I, and I think our listeners are all too too aware that this country cannot have a complete lockdown. So let's utilize the technology to the best of our abilities. So how do we look at that technology? So the technology that we provide and the technology that we are now currently looking into is obviously taking the environment, scoping what's in the environment, and then taking the environment and present a proposal not only to the IEC but all to uh, to, to government and as well as to, to the rest of Africa. We have excellent pockets of opportunity residing within South Africa, and we need to just scope the land and see what's available, then present and see what it is. And I think all too often, society is not aware what's going on around us. Yes, we are all tied down with surviving, but your survival comes through what we know is available in the environment and look at the environment and see the technologies that's around. And I think once we know what technology is around, we can utilize that technology. And I I give you a classic example. If you look at, for example, the departments of education throughout the country, there are various technologies being deployed through the the, the e-learning, through online learning. And you find there are zones, data-free zones, 
where, where, where the cell phone networks have provided, there are learners utilizing that technology, and we must capitalize on these and just study this, the environment. Yeah. So, okay. There's a potential that one could do it. Obviously, it would be difficult to make that happen in the next couple of weeks uh, uh, mm-hmm. for as soon as uh, we're going to go into it. But it is something that we could look at in the future. And given that uh, this pandemic could go on for years, there seems to be no point in saying, well, let's just hold the elections out until mm-hmm. April next year, because next year we could be in lockdown five or three or two. Um, I mean, the pandemic is surely becoming endemic. In a blue sky world, if we had to move forward, and perhaps in a year or two years or whatever, um, we had to slowly shift our elections to e-voting, how would we do that? How would we do that in um, easily, more easily in urban areas, but in peri-urban and rural areas, for example? So I think we must look at a hybrid of, of, of the model going out. That's good. Uh, Libone Printers being a traditional or having been a traditional printing business and still do a lot of printing, we would look, for example, to present a model where your metro areas are, are in a electronic or e-voting mode and your rural areas are moved to a traditional until we get the infrastructure and the backbone of the technology up and running. Obviously, that's a collaboration between government, the private sector, and community. And that is how we need to look at a hybrid model that will work. Now, if you look at, for example, your vaccine registration that's being taken place now, taking place now, I must say, and, and, and kudos to government for that, it is a model that's working perfectly. So if we can do that now, doing voter registration, only utilizing that type of technology, that is the type of technology that we can make use of now. And I must say that works perfectly. So the, the technology is there. It is in the environment. Let's utilize the backbone of what we know instead of replicating, because we tend to have this notion that we keep have to replicating and reinventing, yet the existing technologies there, we can save cost, one, by utilizing existing technology, and two, we can then build on what needs to happen. So in answer to your question, is we're going to have to look at a hybrid model that works and then look at how do we, we build up rural areas so that they, become, they can become... Um, online and get in line with the so-called fourth industrial revolution. You know, um, Keith, you are talking about a very slow process, and I'm interested in what you talk about with regards to public-private partnerships. And Mm -hmm. certainly we've seen some really, really good work uh, in that space, as you said, around COVID. I'm looking at Diskim, Discovery, Sanlam and the like, uh, Mm -hmm. moving very rapidly in the private sector to make sure that people get vaccinated as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenge, of course, with something like elections is that there might be an implication of them, of private sector wanting to, uh, well, it may, not, it may not be ethical, surely. So I think we need to s- separate the discussion in terms of the private sector and what is what belongs to government in terms of the public sector. Yeah. Elections is solely be- belongs to government and the IEC to oversee the technology and to oversee the processes that goes into that and to make sure that the implementation is done 100%. Now, 
The technology side, obviously, that would be a private or, 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 or business corporates that need to invest and to bring in their technology. Yeah. Notwithstanding, government does have a division called um, CETA, State yes. Information Technology yeah. Agent. They would be solely responsible for checking and utilizing and overseeing that technology. But for this country to move forward, Michelle, we definitely need the private and the corporate sector to be on board to push this country forward. That's uh, Keith Michael, the the CEO of Lebonilatha Printers, and looking at the adoption of e-voting methods in the election process, certainly something well worth looking at even further as we move forward, given what we were saying earlier, that COVID is not something that's going to be fine next week, next year. It may just become endemic. And so to say, well, we'll hold on the elections. What does that mean? Uh, maybe we'll hold on the elections and then we'll be in lockdown level five again. I mean, who really understands this? We don't know for sure. Um, X-Man in Kabecha saying, thank you, Michelle, for that calming effect, that slow radio. Yep, 30 seconds of slow radio. Just to calm us all down. Uh, X-Man saying it took him to the waterfalls in Hogsback in the Kwamatole mountain range. Oof, even just you saying that takes me to the hogs back in the Kwamatole mountain range expand. So thanks very much. And as we say, anytime you feel like you need a breather, that you need 30 seconds of just going then that's the time uh, that uh, we, we need to be thinking about. Someone also saying online voting begins with the creation of secure digital identities for all citizens. It's an exciting opportunity that also opens the door for quick re- referendums. I have to say, I do think it's a possibility and, uh, and as you say, an exciting opportunity we need to engage with. Eight o'clock, time for the news. Luyanda, good morning.